It is KZN's number one hit music station and you're hanging out with me, Carol Lafori. And this has been something that the team has been excited and bursting at the seams to do. It all sparked a conversation uh, about two weeks ago when the word hashtag vasectomy was trending on social media. And this was because after a young guy had opted to have a vasectomy, he's got no kids. He's just said he knows he doesn't want any children and he opted for the procedure. It opened a whole lot of conversation. And of course, that conversation spilled into our uh, on onto our show, and uh, I just thought it's important we have this conversation. I, I thought it was a taboo topic amongst men until I spoke to my husband about it, and he was like, "Oh wait, I'm even considering this. My friends have done it. Everyone like I, I was so surprised that he was so comfortable speaking about it that I thought, no, this is a conversation we need to bring um, to to just have a, a, an open, honest conversation, learn from the experience, and I'm sure a lot of people are very curious about the procedure. So be curious no more because uh, we were able to hunt down an awesome urologist, Dr. Shivan Ramkison. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Carol. It's amazing to be here. And uh, yeah, thank you for this opportunity to reach out to uh, the guys in KZN. And I must confess, I, I think you and your, Rory are more uh, awesome and more amazing in person and in real life. So, yeah, thank you for this Yay! We love that. We love yeah. that, Doctor. We love that. Um, so, I think I will jump straight into it. The first question, what exactly is a vasectomy? Because people have their own misconceptions about what it is. Um, it's a very straightforward uh, answer, uh, Carol. A vasectomy is a surgical sterilization procedure done on males. Um, and I think, I think we must consider it to be a permanent form of sterilization. Uh, we can touch on later about the reversal. But uh, I think, you know, if you're going to embark upon this route, the guy must be pretty certain that in his mind that he wants a permanent form of sterilization yeah. and uh, is accepting of a surgical procedure. I see. Okay. So... This process is, a lot of people think it's a situation where the testes are completely removed and the guy is then considered vasectomy done. Or is it a situation where it's an internal thing, you just tie a couple of tubes? Uh, I mean, paint the picture because I think people think it's, every time I say a vasectomy, people go, Hi-ya! and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> please, let's just get it straight with the doc. All right, awesome, uh, Carol. So uh, a vasectomy, it's, uh, we said it's a surgical procedure, and it's a very straightforward sort of routine procedure that we as urologists carry out. Um, literally, all it is is us cutting the vas, and the vas is a, a tiny little tube that uh, conveys the sperm from the testes to the uh, ejaculatory duct. So literally all we're doing is we're disconnecting the testes from the rest of the ejaculate. So it's and, and a couple of misconceptions I think we need to dispense off right now. Yeah. So it will not stop the guy from ejaculating. The guy will ejaculate like normal. All it does is it prevents the sperm from joining up with the ejaculate, which renders the ejaculate sterile, which makes him uh, sterile. Oh. Uh, it also does not affect the the guy's manhood. Uh, you know, if his functions were normal before that. Um, it will be normal after the vasectomy. So all we do is literally we disrupt the, the transport mechanism of the sperm to the, the, the ejaculate. Um, and uh, yeah, we said it's a, it's, it, we should consider this to be a permanent form of sterilization right. because literally what we do is we cut out a segment of vas about a centimeter long. Um, and it's a, it's a very safe, well-tolerated procedure. Um, can be done in the rooms. My preference doesn't necessarily mean it's right or, or the only way, but my preference is to do it in theater under a mild anesthetic because it's more comfortable for the patient. But I would do it in the rooms if that's what the guy wanted. Fairly well tolerated as well and uh, with good outcomes. So when you say in the rooms, literally, uh, if you opted for that, is it something you literally go in, you walk in, you get it done 20 minutes later or an hour later, and then you walk out? Uh, it's... 
Yeah, pretty much so, uh, Carol. Uh, wow. If we choose to do it in the rooms, as you said, you walk in, you have a local anesthetic, um, procedures carried out, and yeah, but an hour later you walk out and you're good to go and back at work the next day. Wow. What is the recovery? I've, I saw the guy who, who made this conversation trend on Twitter have a pack of peas on his um, uh, genitalia. Um, is the recovery uh, quite long or like you say, you back at work the next day, you don't need a pack of peas? Yeah, that's also uh, opening up a bit of a can of worms as well. I mean, I think different people have different pain threshold. But uh, a routine, uncomplicated vasectomy, the recovery is very quick, back at work the next day. Of course, like with more surgical procedures, and, and also people are different as well. People's pain threshold is different. Um, you know, some people just don't tolerate pain as well as the others. They may take a day or two longer to recover from it. Um, and if there's a complication, which God willing doesn't happen, very seldom happens as well, given yeah. that it's a fairly straightforward procedure. Yeah. Um, a complication like sort of internal bleeding with a bit of swelling, then the recovery can be a bit longer. But the the chance of that happening is very slim. Speaking of the chance of that happening very slim, uh, what are the chance things go wrong for for a guy? Is it is it a procedure that is like 99% everything goes well or you have quite a big chance of things going wrong, extended pain or whatever the case may be? Okay, that's a, also a good question as well. And I think this is probably why we sort of, you know, embarked upon the session to bring forth and, uh, you know, educate our, our guys out there so they make informed decisions. Um, the chances of things going wrong, very slim. You know, the complication rate from a vasectomy is about 2 to 5%, which is in keeping with, uh, you know, and probably less than complications of any other surgery in the body. I mean, that's right. remiss of any doctor to tell people that any surgery is without complications. So I think we need to be truthful and honest about that. The, the kind of complications that, you know, we should anticipate is bleeding, which can cause what we call a hematoma, which is a clot, and that can cause a bit of discomfort postoperatively for the patient. Also some swelling, uh-huh. um, which can look a bit uh, uh, awful. Uh, the other complication is, and, and the one that I think I want to bring out is what we call the post-vasectomy syndrome, which happens in about 2 to 5% of people as well. Um, and this this is this chronic dull testicular pain, which some people get. It's uh, inexplicable, and you can't predict who's going to get it. Uh, it is a treat. It is, sorry, rather a condition which can be managed. Um, it shouldn't really put people off the uh, notion, idea of having a vasectomy, though, right. because you know any surgical procedure is uh, fraught with complications. And I think you know if, if the guy is willing to embark upon a surgical procedure, then he should consider the complications, the the rates of the complications, which is fairly low, and then make a decision based on that. All right. Now, another one. I got a, a WhatsApp from a guy who said, I went for a vasectomy and a year later I became a dad. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you get this situation? Because, geez, we wouldn't want that. I mean, if before he goes and does it, I don't expect that I, <laughs> to be having a baby if we've made so, this decision. Yeah, so that's that's unfortunately one of those things that, uh, yeah, um, that can happen. I mean, the rate of failure of a vasectomy is described as between 1 in 1,000 to 1 in 10,000. Um, and the, the reason for this is manifold. Uh, in this day and age, we take every necessary precaution to not allow that to happen. Right. Um, what we prefer to do is we cut the vas, so we don't tie it like the old days. We literally oh. cut it, and we send the segment of vas off for testing, for histology, to confirm that it is indeed the right organ that we've cut. The second thing that we do is six weeks post-procedure, we allow for enough time for washing out of any sperm that may be anti-grade uh, uh, to the pipes that we've cut. Um, six weeks after the procedure, we carry out a semen analysis to document that the uh, the ejaculate is indeed sterile. Um, 
but I think we just need to also make mention of the fact that the nature of human tissue is that any organ which is cut tries its best to grow back together. Right. So we we a bit clearer than that as uh, surgeons, we we kind of understand that. So when we cut the vas, we we do everything necessary to minimize that. So we kind of cut the vas, we tie the vas, we burn it at ends, and we bury it at different levels. So we try to minimize the risk of them finding each other. But despite your, your best efforts and despite uh, how good a surgeon you may be, the human body and the rate of failure, documented failure for a well-performed vasectomy is, it's well-documented. Um, I'm going to assume that, uh, you know, your friend who was a father a year later, they ticked the boxes, they confirmed it was indeed, uh, you know, uh, sort of vas that was cut. They did a semen analysis. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's just one of those things. And wow. that's one of those things that you have to factor in. But the incidence status is very low. Very low, yeah. It was quite a unique situation that I heard of. Um, who would you say is a good candidate for a vasectomy? That is an amazing question. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's touching beyond sort of medical uh, you know, indications. It's also, there's right. an ethical consideration that comes into this as well. Absolutely. So for me, the perfect candidate is a guy sort of, you know, in his mid-30s and older, who is in a stable relationship, uh, you know, um, with uh, uh, who has kids, and yeah. ideally the youngest kid is older than two years. You know, so at the back of our mind as doctors, we just want to be sure that we, if we decide to proceed with a vasectomy on on uh, you know the patient, that uh, the risk of the patient coming back and asking you to reverse the vasectomy is very low. So we we would sift out you know people who you know we think would be less likely to want to have it reversed. So the flip side is that, you know, um, and coming back to the, I missed the conversation that you guys had, but uh, um, I think as doctors as well, you know, we all try and practice a brand of medicine that we're comfortable with. And uh, uh, with the, all Jews and no disrespect for the, to the 20-year-old, and I mean, it was his choice and, and uh, you know, uh, well done to him. Yeah. But uh, personally, I wouldn't do a vasectomy on a guy who's 20 years old right. and decides he's not going to have a child because I, I think that there is enough potential for him to change his mind later on. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's. Uh, I think when you approach a doctor as well and if your circumstance is a bit exceptional, just be, bear in mind that that particular doctor may not be comfortable with carrying out a vasectomy, especially if he feels that, you know, um, you may, you're probably making a decision that um, he may not, well, he would not necessarily put his thoughts into it, but right. you know, you make a decision where you you sort of you know there is a potential for you to to want that reverse later on. Right, right. Um, my next question, um, doctor, is um, a vasectomy for some reason still feels very uncomfortable to speak about. Why is it that people just they raise their eyebrows? Look, we can talk about the loop. We can talk about the woman being on the pill. We can talk about taking out my, uh, you know a whole uterus. I know quite a few women who've taken out the entire uterus to make sure they don't fall pregnant. I mean, that is a massive procedure that completely changes their hormones, puts them through the most. It's a lot. We can talk about that comfortably. But a vasectomy, people sort of get uncomfortable about it. Why are we still here with that? Why are we? Why is this not an easy conversation? So, Cal, that's also that's an amazing question. And, you know, I think to touch on, on that question or to rather answer that question, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually take the flip side and answer it in that uh, so, you know, this we all know this is an evolving society and a changing society as well. And, you know, sort of, uh, I mean, this is not 1960s where women are sort of, you know, kept in the house. And, uh, I mean, you girls work as hard as we work. You know, you make as much as we make and yeah. you bring as much to the table as we make. So what's really evolving is sort of, you know, the fact that um, women's rights are coming to the fore, which is absolutely, you know, uh, um, essential and necessary and amazing to see in these times. And guys are, are, being, are taking more responsibility for, you know, sort of overall relationship health as well. Right. So I think, you know, in order to break the taboo, you know, um, like you said, we need to speak about Vesek. We need to speak about it more. You know, it needs to come out. There needs to be a lot of information about it as well. Um, 
the uh, cuts or the, the sort of you know the, the norms that were previously established about uh, you know, vasectomies being a procedure that affected your manhood. I think we can dispense of that myth. You know, it, it does not affect your manhood. Uh, it's a fairly well-tolerated procedure, and it's it's uh, you know very effectively and safely done and under a very sort of you know easy anesthetic as well. Mm, yeah. I love it. Now, Doctor Ramkasun, I have a crazy, crazy idea mm, that uh, um, yeah. the team and I have been putting together, and I I I really would love to try this out. The other day, I spoke to my husband about a vasectomy, and he said to me, "Babe, I." I'm absolutely keen to do it. Um, in the next two years, when we are definitely sure we're done, I'm happy to do this. And I thought, oh, that is the ultimate expression of love towards me, that you would put yourself under the knife for our family and take on the family planning. I was so touched by that. So I thought, how about we give a lucky listener a V for Valentine's Day? Wow. Carol, uh, yeah, you had me nervous and you said you had, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard your wacky ideas before and uh, yeah, I thought you were going to suggest that I bungee jump with you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so my, my, my response to that question is going to be with absolute pleasure. Yay, you know, I yay. Think, I think this is, a, firstly, it's an amazing show and right, I think this, this drive of yours is amazing as well. And I think, you know, there's so much we can touch on and talk about vasectomies. We could go on for an hour and, uh, you know. Um, but I think the, the awareness that you're creating and the awareness that you're raising as well is amazing. And I'm, I'm happy to contribute. So to that effect, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's, so hand, let's hand out a V for Valentine's Day. From my side, it's sorted. I'll make arrangements. So the person that we choose, everything will be on the house, from, you know, courtesy of East Coast Radio. And we, right. we'll sort of, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. So a vasectomy for Valentine's Day from East Coast Radio and Dr. Ramkasun and all the partners. Um, so we're going to go on the hunt to find the perfect candidate. I'm looking for someone who is um, got kids in a steady relationship, like you said, who has been thinking of doing the procedure and maybe maybe not had the finances to do it or the means uh, and we're going to execute this. Well, let's, let's not, uh, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, let's not limit anybody. I think anybody who wants to have a vasectomy, just, right. you know, give Carol your details and, there we and, go. and we'll select a winner from there. So even if you're not in a, in a stable relationship, I mean, uh, you know, what I should have touched on as well is there are some people who, um, whose wives cannot fall pregnant because of medical right, reasons, right. you know, and they don't have kids, but, you know, the, medically the vasectomy would be indicated. So, you know, if, if one of those people are deserving, then let's, let's throw them in the mix as well. Wow. Yes, let's, so, do, yeah, it. let's do it. All the candidates, if you are interested in getting a special V, that's a vasectomy for Valentine's Day. I am so excited. This has been like the coolest Valentine's Day ever. Um, and I love it. Dr. Ramkusun, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, just out of interest for those who are like, no, I, w- I want to do it in private. I'm very shy how do they get in touch with you if they're thinking of doing it or have any urology stuff that they need to get done so uh, my practice is at uh, life Interbeni hospital but there's a i'll tell you what my colleagues there's a lot of awesome urologists out there as well so yeah, yeah if you're looking for a urologist you can contact your nearest hospital if you want to see me specifically you can get me through life Interbeni hospital um yeah but all the best guys and uh, yeah let's let's make this v for valentine's day happen come on guys yeah. uh, this is an amazing amazing initiative from carol yes um yeah this is something that uh, uh i mean there's it's gonna be on the house and yeah. Uh, thank yeah, you for that you thank guys. you for that this is i think a radio first i think it's like a first for like any campaign so i'm excited to do this um i think it's the ultimate sign of love for any guy to put his hand up and say listen i want to do this Please help me do it. I've been wanting, I'm thinking, or I want to, whatever the case may be, as Dr. Ramkinson says. Let us do it. It's a V for Valentine's Day. Thank you so much, Dr. Awesome. Ramkinson. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. Thank you. It's been amazing. Awesome. Thank you.